What makes this society tick? Is it our intelligence, our reason, science, or something more simple that we are not alone in this universe? But the reality is, what if we have no choice that it takes a strange kind of craziness to reach Mars? But what if that strange kind of crazy is hindered by a world looking for attention? What if the complement to one's own existence is nothing more than a hindrance, delaying and possibly devolving backwards into the huts of the past and the cold hard ground? It is time for a reformation and a realization that it has always been you and it always will be you. The stars are our playground, the earth is our home, but it could become a graveyard and another dead ball in the universe. Welcome to The Rational Mail, Religion and Positive Masculinity, a five-week special from Beyond This Earth, hosted by Novid Hollerbeck. This is Beyond This Earth. This special presentation of Beyond This Earth will return right after these messages. This special edition of Beyond This Earth now continues. Hello, welcome to Beyond This Earth. This is a special presentation. The Rational Male, Religion, and Positive Masculinity. A deeper look into these two books by Novid Hollaback. Part one. The truth of the world. What if the concept of God has not been told correctly in your life? What if the concept and the reality of our creator has been misconstrued? What if I told you that your prayers have gone to continuing your simp culture nation society and continues to bring about the weakest people in the game into places of high standards and even higher power structures what if I told you that there is a possibility a small one but a possibility nevertheless that the religions that you pray to even those that seem to be more masculine than not may have been false in the sense that it was 
created in order to hide the real truth. And what is the real truth according to some theories? Well, in 2015, Michael Tessarian, a researcher into occult studies, had a very interesting premise. The premise stated as thus, could it be that the Abrahamic religions, could it be that other religions that were patriarchal in nature were really matrilineal and matriarchal on the onset and that the symbols, the ways of how these particular gods were made and how everything was put into place, remove the woman because she was the power behind the veil. But could it be that the reasons why these religions are about to fail is that the goddess may have been found could it be that in the end of the analysis, all of this going down is to bring back the dark, damp, cold, hard ground of the hut of the simp and the goddess that rules it? Let us look into certain things that have to be stated in order for us to get an understanding of where we are all headed. So let's look at it through a better lens, a more honest lens as it were. We have seen in recent months, in recent events that are changing the reality of where we live. We saw it with Me Too. We saw it with Time's Up. We saw it with the aftermath of what happened to George Floyd. We saw it with how BLM was handled. We saw it with COVID-19 and the dancing nurses. All over the internet, whether it's through rage clicks or actual opinions, we're beginning to see that men suffer more, but women are more affected. That Science can be politicized to favor one gender over the other. That despite the fact that no matter how many times 
the trans exclusionary feminist speak about transgenders in bathrooms in women's sports they still have a very humongous mistrust in men and not surprisingly the author of the rational ray of religion and positive masculinity Rollo Tomasi has been saying and said it more explicitly in his fourth book, The Rational Male Religion, that we are headed towards a goddess movement, a goddess religion. He calls it love and emotionalism and the reason for existence for the upcoming global religion. Mr. Tessarian says that this is nothing new. And his works on the female Illuminati state that the religions of the world in the modern age all came from older cults and very possibly may have had a female earth leader, creator, goddess. And the return of this goddess is the return of the old, dark, and damp inanity that was human existence before. It could be that we are heading towards something much more sinister, that this goddess is not really the goddess of love, or emotionalism. But if you believe in the Abrahamic religions, is the loosening and the revealing of Lucifer itself. Let's do a counterfactual history, if you might humor me a little bit, because this special is a little bit different than the other specials. Many of you have listened before, but it is important for us to showcase how amazingly different Rollo Tomasi is, that we can actually have an honest connection between what is going on in the physical world, in the occult world, and how it blends in together to form the realizations that we are now seeing and experiencing. So let's look at a different way of seeing Genesis and the story of Genesis. Dolo Tomasi put out a very interesting statement which is basically the truth. In a live stream with several Christian-based YouTube people, who Dalrock has he has tried to get Dalrock many times to join him on his YouTube streams, but 
Dalrock wants to be a private man, and he dedicated the book to Dalrock. Rule Damasi pretty much made the statement that Adam listened to Eve and took the apple and started mankind's wayward track into what is modern existence today. Basically, he said that Adam did not have the frame of reference. And the whole thing that led into the death and the resurrection of Jesus started with Adam not listening to his own consciousness, conscience, if you were, and listening to a woman, which led him into disaster and led the world ultimately to tragedy upon tragedy upon tragedy. The Sarian has two interesting theories that turns this up on its head, but gives a little bit more space for the reasons why Eve betrayed the God of her creation and made Adam to lie. One particular theory and a painting showcased this is that Eve was talking to a version of herself as the serpent. A serpent that was in the shape of Eve. And basically, she put her own wishes and dreams onto the snake and the snake reflected that you can do this too if you eat this apple. You know the rest of the story from there. It is also through this differencing story of the Bible that Adam is Eve's son. That the snake was considered to be a liberator of sorts and convinced her son to eat the apple causing the fall. It's a strange history, this. But he then continues from this story, Mr. Tessarian, into what happened with the flood. That there is something missing in the Bible. We know the story about women mating with the illuminated ones 
They called them the Anunnaki in certain circles, the Nephilim. Mr. Tessarian states that there was no final battle to free the women. There was no, they turned her there and went back to the men. There was none of it. No. What you had was the flood. That's what you had. And the majority of all the Nephilim, the women that went with the Nephilim, and then the majority of the giants that were born from the Nephilim and the women that betrayed men were all sunk. And in other readings that some of them escaped. If Enoch won Second chapter, first chapter, Enoch, second chapter, Enoch is anywhere near that. There are some say that some of them escaped, became demons, that sort of thing. Became the dark side of the world. Cesarian says that this dragging court, as it were, is the female Illuminati, the dark hand behind some of the darkest moments in mankind's history. And pretty much are the women throughout Europe that brought about the chivalric order, the new one, not the older one, the reformed chivalric order that Tomasi later talks about all the reasons why Christianity isn't as strong as it once was. What Dalrock says, chivalry is a malformed version of Christianity as it is constituted. But we'll get to my theory about all of this in a moment. There are the list of creator goddesses and their countries that they come from to showcase what my theory about all of this and the upcoming gut world goddess truly is. We have Maya from India and we know the history of India. Tetis and Metis from Greece, Baraku from Ghana, Deswada from Zimbabwe, Mawu from Togo, Mumbi from Kenya, Pamba from also from Africa, Matsimaya from Poland, Slavic nations. We know what happened with the Slavic nations, the Slavs is connected to etymologically to slaves. Atabe from Puerto Rico, from the Tanyos. Cura, where we get cure from, this is from Rome. Inanaza comes from Australia, the Aboriginals. Katamunabanda from the Solomon Islands. Yenemesetabai from the 
Indian state of Manpur. And Netis, some say it is androgyne, is from Egypt. They hid this particular goddess. These civilizations had massive tragedies that fell upon them because of the nature and the projection of these creator goddesses. So, what can we learn from all of this? Even though we made things short, to give you a better overview of the arguments that we're going to have in the next couple of episodes about how religion has turned men into dogs, slaves, when they were supposed to be freeing slaves, freeing the soul. We'll explain that. Here's my dairy, and it's a very dark and very disappointing for a lot of feminists out there reality of the situation. There cannot be no such thing as a creator-only female goddess. The reasons are simple. A creator female goddess is a female. In certain chapters of the rational male religion, Roald Tomasi explains again, which he explains in his all of his volumes of books about the concept of hypergamy and solism in the female psyche and the biology of females. You have to understand and understand completely that no woman, no woman will ever respect a man that is beneath her or adds beneath her. She will always seek somebody higher. Always seek somebody higher than her. There can be leaders of pantheons that are female. There can be co-creators of human creation of the universe. There can be male deities that did create the universe, a designer as you were, but there can be no creator female goddess, which is what the world religion is trying to make sure that takes place. There can even be androgyne creator, goddess, goddesses. But there cannot be one female creator goddess. 
For if that is the case, then she is ultimately a malefic force to the people that she created. She is basically a war goddess, a goddess that refuses to give in to anything unless into some of the major, many of the major stories she is drunk out of her gourd, such as Mat, the, 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 the cat goddess of Egypt, such as others as well. They have to be drunk, calmed down into some sort of way from the other pantheon of goddesses. But this is your creator goddess. If your creator goddess is female, your population is suffering or your population will face suffering or something much darker your populations can't reach civilization. This was showcased in several particular animated series. That anything that has something to do with creator of a goddess or system of a creator goddesses will always look to something stronger. If the goddess finds something stronger, in the human that she created. That means in no uncertain terms, the goddess that created that human is basically cheating her creation of free will, of absolute freedom, and of life itself, she created basically a robot, a drone, a sexual toy. And that is the reality of what the goddess movement is trying to do in our society. I want you to listen to these three names. Frederick Engels, Charles Fournier, and Jacob Lafontaine. These three men were the ones that brought about the matriarchy movement in and around the time the first feminist movement started to appear. Mr. Engels himself stated that goddess culture, perfect communism is connected to goddess culture. But don't communists say that there should be no gods? But perfect communism needs to have a goddess. Charles Fournier was the key 
into bringing about the idea of socialism and communism. He basically had a life where he had to, in order to get his urges, sexual urges in check, pay any woman all over the French landscape for sex. Basically, he never married, may have had illegitimate children, who knows. And was able to only survive with its books because he was able to convince very rich Parisians into the new socialist order through the philanthropies. You know, one of his crazy theory was he fought, believe, the once perfect philanthropism was made. The earth was going to smell like candy and lemonade. We're going to be all over the oceans. This man has syphilis, chlamydia, and gonorrhea. And at the time, there was no way to cure all three of those sicknesses from those STIs. This man's writings convinced Black Lane to create the goddess movement, which allowed Engels to say perfect communism is the goddess. So, Ladies and gentlemen, could it be that communism really does have a God that they do worship? Could it be that Mr. Tessarian may have been right all along and the hidden goddess is really the devil coming back to earth? Goddess worship hurts women more than it hurts men. Several studies have proven this, and several studies continue to prove this because those that follow goddesses tend to be more warlike than those that follow male goddesses or male goddesses or those that have bisexual characteristics, those gods that have bisexual characteristics, they tend to be more peaceful as a whole than female goddesses. Both pantheon and creator goddesses. Why is this goddess culture possibly coming back? I'm going to make this clear using Spangler's Four Errors and Javasky Visco's Errors of Civilization. 
there is a point where civilization is at the third point of civilization and going to the fourth. And at the point where he needs to reach another stage, there is a test. And right now, that test isn't being passed. Because as Tomasi has said, men and women are compliments to each other. There are certain weaknesses that men have, and there are certain weaknesses that women have. Our society today is saying that women have no weaknesses, and men are the weaker sex. This is not true. This has never been true. The question of equalism is basically a lie because men and women are different. They have to be complements to each other. The goddess movement, that therefore, is trying to use the solipsism and the hypergamy that is innate in all women is being used as a form of religious doctrine in this new culture to forgive the sins of their insecurities, to damage the relationship between men and women in tow, to continue the exploitation of children, both male and female, by older females in the operative notion of placating sexual desires that have not been met. It is to use men's innate protective biological urges in order to continue societal degradation of mankind as a whole. That is the basic reasons why they're trying to do that. We will not get past that era. We will go back and we will ultimately devolve as a species and as civilization as it begins to break down and you do see the breakdown. So, ladies and gentlemen, what is the answers to all of this? Women in this new goddess culture see God differently. That they see the alpha male as a form of the great fall that has not existed in the Abrahamic religions. That this particular religion forgives everyone and use tolerance as a way to develop ways of forgiving single mothers, narcissistic women that refuse to accept their fate and decide that they can have it all at 40 years old with children from other men, a way to do 
monetary transfer, economic transfer from producers to spenders, and now in the future, ultimately to something to UBI. This is all the way women see themselves as a collective. In future episodes, you will hear about the chain that connects Eve in a biblical sense to every single woman all over the world that has been born and will be born and has been born. Is this an all advertising delusion? In many ways it is from Cosmopolitan. They said that this thing was an advertising delusion, but the advertising delusion was already made and played. And it is very possible that this delusion has now reached to a point of one of those aspects of religion from sensitivity and a whole lot of it. Could it be sadly possible that men and women need different religions in order to survive this new order thinking that Mike, that Rollo Tomasi is now saying? It is possible. It may be inevitable. It could be the greatest split in human history, but it may be the only way for civilization or even mankind to survive intact. Because the faith of this new goddess is truly a demonic force that can never be reckoned with. But I already know the name of this goddess. And interestingly enough, it comes from a place that uses a sun god as a female goddess. Her name is Kara Sesajin, the Beast Three. And she is the goddess of love and the goddess of involvement. But she will even take the earth into her vulva and encapsulate us in the void that never ends. Thank you for listening to part one of the rational male religion and positive masculinity. Next week, on the 7th of February, we will continue with the religion tract and tell you the reasons why religion has become bad because of bad relationships. And these relationships have created the politics of evil that we see today, which has made our nation corrupt. We explain all of this and more on the next part, coming on the 7th of February, for Beyond This Earth. This is Novid Hollaback. We're on Spotify. 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, and wherever you get your radio shows. Teachable Moment 27 is the great scam job. Why do the princes of men, the powers that be, the elite, or the high class use morality to mess with the populace? Find out about that and more on Teachable Moments 27. All of us here, Guru Gothic and Beyond This Earth, this is Nobel Hollerback. We will see you next week, part two this special take care of yourselves beyond this earth is a garo gothic production